If we were to have a conference on evangelism, I'm pretty sure that many people would want to attend, especially those who profess to be Christians and are a part of many evangelical churches. I have this question, though. Why is it that so many times we think of evangelizing people? We think of going overseas or going to a place where people live wicked lives, or we even consider the fact that there might be an economic need for evangelism. The elite rich may need to be evangelized, and the very impoverished may need to be evangelized. But either way, I think that what has happened is that man, people, have determined who should and should not be evangelized based on socio or economic conditions or status or behavior. And really, we ought to evangelize those who do not profess the true gospel of Christ. I mean, after all, is not the profession actually the proof? Yes, even some of the best Christians can have sinful things that arise in their lives. And the church deals with that through the command of church discipline given by Jesus and also the apostles. But that's another talk. Today, I want to suggest that the largest mission field in America, in the United States, that is, can be found during Sunday morning worship services. Now, I know what many people say. Oh, he's a purpose-driven guy. We're going to bring crowds and try to push them to the core. No, that's not the point. I'm saying that the largest mission field is made up of those who profess to be Christians, not the lost who are attending a church hoping to find some answer. I'm talking about those who claim to be in Christ. And yet, there they are, living their lives of morality, supposedly, living a life of religion, living a life of, in some sense, following Scripture, but they do not believe the gospel of grace. So what are we to say about that? Well, I think, for the most part, we should probably begin to understand that the problem is the pastor, those men who have been charged to proclaim the truth by teaching the Word of God expositionally. That's how it was written. That's how it must be taught. And yet they want to play with people's lives and minds and hearts. And they want to use the Scripture, just like one would use any other piece of literature, as object lessons or proof text to purvey their continued false gospel. Friends, the gospel is lost as a whole in our culture. And the Scripture has been silenced because men are not teaching it. And I believe that many of the sheep of Christ are orphaned because they're looking and listening for the words of the Lord. They're listening for the voice of their shepherd. Well, if you find yourself in a congregation, I won't say a church, but if you find yourself in a, in a, in a church, in a congregation, and you don't know the gospel, you are not born again. Let that sink in for just a moment. I pray that you would know the gospel. I pray that you would understand by the mercy of God, through the hearing of the teaching of his scripture, through the words of Jesus the Christ, God opens the ears to hear and gives life. Beloved, if you have questions about these thoughts 
or the Gospel of Grace, you can find us online at gracetruth.org, and you can contact us there. We would be glad to answer your questions. Stay tuned for more podcasts, and I ask, as I do every day, are you listening?